Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope, a place where you get to believe what is possible for your life. And today I get to welcome back the wonderful Kim Sutton, and I'm so happy to have you back with me again today. And Kim is the founder, the CEO, the CFO, the every title of Positive Productivity and positive productivity. There's a there's a lot of arms with that. Thank you so much for joining me again, Kim. Thanks for having me back, Nita. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here with me again. And I just want to make sure that I give a plug to your uh, positive positive productivity podcast. You do many different things, but one of the things that you do is the positive productivity podcast. And and it's. I've listened to so many episodes that you have, and you are so real and so honest, and and you, you just share from the heart. And it's one of the things that I think is so powerful for this world to heal and for us to individually be able to heal when we know that other people struggle, have had struggles, maybe are in the middle of a current struggle, or... Um, are, are feeling like they're teetering, like, you know, I like this thing is happening right now. And, and this reminds me of something, you know, very traumatic or painful that happened to me in the past. Because I, I think that we're kind of taught and conditioned to paint a beautiful picture of your life and everything is fine, fine, fine. When in the truth, you're falling apart inside. And I, I just want to make sure that you know how much I honor your authenticity and your truthfulness and the courage it takes to be honest about struggles that you go through in your own personal life, Kim. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, man. It's, yeah, because, yeah, it's powerful. And I think it, I think it helps the whole entire world heal. One of the things that we talked about on our episode a week ago is you were sharing that one of the things that happened with you, and I believe I have the date correct, in, in 2008, when there was a lot going on in your life and there was some sleep deprivation and, um, you know, a, a nervous breakdown, for lack of a better word, and I don't know, maybe that's actually what the diagnosis was, but you ended up um, in the hospital for a while. And you said also that you were suicidal. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just curious about that because... There's such a um, increase in suicides right now, and what does the, what did that feel like, Kim? How and and how and how did you pull yourself out of that? What what was the thing that turned things around for you that you left that thought and you stayed here with us on this planet? Well, thank you so much for asking. And and anybody who is considering suicide. Um, please don't. You have such a story to share. And I wouldn't be able to do what I do today if I had acted on that. And I want you to know, Nada, that it was actually, it was twice. The first time was in 2008 and I wound up in the mental hospital involuntarily. 
I told my husband, who's now my ex-husband, that I was feeling suicidal and and he had me admitted, which I used to be so angry about, but I do appreciate now. Hey, I've got stories out of that place. Someday there will be a book. Oh, um, <laughs> probably not. But um, what they found when I got there, well, I'm, I'm a little mixed on that situation and I'd actually like to talk more about the most recent one. But what I want to address about that one was that I was neglecting my thyroid and I've had hypothyroidism since birth. And I also wasn't sleeping. And sleep deprivation is an ugly beast if you allow it to take the best of you. So it was sleep deprivation in my thyroid. Your thyroid should be between, I think, a 0.1 and 0.2. I am not a doctor, people. So if you know the correct number, you can leave a comment down below. The show notes. I'm sure Nathan won't mind. But mine was 168. Ooh. And the doctor said, we're surprised you're still alive. So in that circumstance... I have to be honest and say I got out of it because they prescribed a whole lot of drugs, which in my opinion, I didn't need. Um, I needed to get sleep and I needed to take care of my thyroid and that would have taken care of it. Fast forward to 2016, I had been running my business four years and I had given birth to twins in January of 2015. And our family was now seven. My husband was working outside of the home as a retail manager, not making a whole lot of money. And there was just a lot of pressure on me. And I was also undervaluing myself significantly. So I was working, I would have to say 18 to 20 hours a day again, because I didn't learn the first time. And I was also looking at the influencers who shared the pretty side. And I was thinking, why is it working for them and it's not working for me? Yeah. I, I felt like the universe was out to get me. And I remember one night, and, and I've actually shared with this influencer what I went through, and we've had some amazing conversations out of it. But I shared with my husband, I said, maybe I should just cut my hair off and diet turquoise like Kimra Luna did, because Kimra was the person that I was idolizing right then. And he said, baby... You are Kim. You are not Kimra. You are not cutting your hair to try to be somebody else because you are you. So that was a, a little bit of the beginning. But I, I was laying in bed one night, completely sleep deprived. And I was just praying to God to help me because I was having all these horrible thoughts. And in between the first suicidal thought in 2008 and this one, my older stepbrother died. Mm. And it it's still an open investigation. They still don't know how he died. Some of the officials think murder, some think assisted suicide, but we don't have answers. So I was praying, please, God, help me get out of this. Please take these feelings away. And I, I remember it was July 2016. It was after the sun had set. I was laying in my bed and I just had my eyes shut and I saw the most horrible monsters behind my closed eyelids. And I hate horror movies with a passion. I can't stand to watch them, but I was seeing worse than I'd ever seen in a horror movie behind my eyelids. And I just kept on praying. And this is one of those crazy experiences that until you experience the own version yourself, you'll think, oh my gosh, is she nuts? Does she need to be on some crazy meds? No. (laughs) There was this bright white flash of light and I saw an angel wing. Oh, wow. And the monsters went away and I fell into the best sleep that I had had in years. Wow. Do you want to hear the craziest part, though? Yeah. Crazy awesome. I mean, um, I came out to my desk the next morning. I felt so rested, so great. 
And a couple of years prior, my now 14-year-old son had given me an angel bell for Christmas. And I'm not an angel person. I just need to say that. They, I've just never been attracted to them. But there on my desk, and I don't even know where the angel bell was the day before. It's like one of those pottery pieces that the kids make for you and you sort of tuck it away in a corner out of sight. Sure, yeah. But it, <laughs> it was laying on my desk on its side with a wing broken off. Oh, you're kidding. Nope. So now I have, I thought I had thrown it out because I'm like, okay, I have young children. This is a piece of ceramic. It's going to cut somebody. I thought I had thrown it out. And I was actually cleaning up my office and rearranging furniture a couple of months ago. And I found the angel wing behind a bookshelf when I was cleaning. So it's now a fixture right behind me. Every day I can see it. Wow. Wow. I love that. Now, this is one of those synchronicities. And this this isn't, you know, uh, fireworks and, you know, angel trumpets coming out of the heavens. But, but the little synchronicities, all of them add up. It, and it just always lets us know we're on the right path. My sister-in-law, after my daughter passed away, my sister-in-law had made this... Um, I, I believe she calls it garden art and it's a bunch of glass, like vases and plates. It's, it's um, you know, she made it herself. It's very artistic. It's beautiful. And, you know, it's just beautiful green glass and white glass and, and plates and saucers. And, and at the very top was an angel and we had it out at the cemetery and it had tipped over and it, it broke off. What? one wing. It broke off one wing. And then we just always giggled saying, you know, well, this is, you know, Dara's just hovering. She's just in this, <laughs> this holding pattern of going in a circle because she'd lost that one wing. But I love it because I've, I've spoken with you so many times. I never heard the story about the, about the, the angel being there. I, I don't, I never heard the story about 2016 and what had happened. I love these synchronicities. So I'm sorry for inter interrupting, but when a synchronicity shows up, I have to say something because it just, it, it helps us to know that, oh my gosh, everything that I'm doing, 100% on the right path. Absolutely. And I interrupt all the time. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm muting myself when you're talking just so I don't accidentally interrupt you. <laughs> um, but I want to share, so that was June of, or July of 2016. And I launched my podcast in October. And as I said, you know, I, I was having difficulty because I was idolizing Camera Luna. And Coincidentally, I launched my podcast on October 4th, 2016. The day, it, it was that same week, she actually put a post out. It was the first true authentic post that I ever really noticed from her. And she expressed that she had been dealing for some time with anxiety and depression. And it had cost her clients and it nearly shut down her business. And that was the first time that I really saw from her or from any of the people that I had been idolizing that there there's imperfection on the backside, but I had already launched my podcast. And from the very beginning, I've been very straightforward because I mean, as hard as it might be for us to grasp, sometimes we're out there now. We are influencers in one way or another. And if any influencer wants to say that they're perfect, they're completely lying. Right. Because they're not. They've had their struggles. They probably are having them, you know, every hour. I have challenges every hour. You know, Google won't work properly some days. Right. But 
we have to admit that, and it's by admitting the struggles that we've gone through and overcome that we're able to help people get through their own. Absolutely. And, and exactly what happened with you when we don't do that, when, we're, when we are not being honest about it, I don't want to say lying about it, but when we're not being honest about it and we're putting on this complete facade that everything in my world is just 100% perfect, then it, it makes other people feel less than, well, how come I can't do it? If this person can do it, how come I can't do it? Right. And that's what you had said is, why am I doing this wrong? How am I doing this wrong? And, and it's because it wasn't the truth. You weren't doing it wrong, but this other person was showing it, portraying it, presenting it in a way that was not the truth. And when we really can be honest about the struggles that we have, God, it's we help one another, whether it's in building their business or raising children, because I know mothers go through this all the time, that they have to, they have to be so successful at having that career and managing everything at home and managing the children. And I did it with two kids and it was completely overwhelming. It's like, no, I don't want to carry that burden. I don't, I don't want to put on this picture that I've, I've got it all together because I don't. I want help. I want my husband to be in here helping me with this. And when I need help, I want to be able to reach out to a friend or to another mom and say, God, are there days that you just think, oh, I don't think I'm going to get through this day. And at this moment, I wish I could just pack up and run away and never have to come back home again. And I had many moms say, absolutely, I feel that like every hour of the hour. So I was about to say at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> right. And all of a sudden, it, it allows us to feel okay. It's like, I'm not a bad mom. I'm not... I'm not doing this wrong. It's everybody feels this too. We're just not running around going, hey, hi, I'm having a super crappy day. How about you? Right? I mean, we we tend to show up a little bit differently when we're out in public. So this is the thing that that I admire so much about you because I think you were the first person that I really got to hear on air as an influencer who really was able to say no. It's not all, it's not all pretty. They're, like it's messy. And, and these are struggles that I've had and these are struggles that I'm having right now. And, and I just honor that because I, I, I truly believe that is how we heal because we get to see this person has the same thing I have and she's able to get to this place. So if I can take the steps that she took, taking care of myself, maybe checking my thyroid, you know, not working eight, I don't even know how anybody can work 18 to 20 hours. I've never had that problem. But you heal other people by healing yourself and, and sharing the struggles that you've gone through. Absolutely. And I think you may have heard this story before, but we've gone through so much in our business or during the course of me having this business. I mean, my husband's car was repoed. We got it back. It took some time, but we got it back shut off one day and it snowed coincidentally that day it doesn't really? snow a lot here in southwest ohio yeah. but my husband he told my older boys he says you two can go pee outside but while you're out there bring in some snow so mom can use the toilet yeah. the <laughs> listeners the water was back on that same day but there are those struggles that we'll face and it's going to be the o-s-h-i-t yeah. moments but yeah. you get through them I mean, sometimes I joke that if I were in the manure business, I would be totally rich because I have dealt with my fair share of, you know, 
<laughs> right, right. And isn't it, and that it was those life experiences that got you to where you are at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Without those life experiences, there would be a lot less stories. I don't even know what I would talk about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and right. I am a mom of five and I burn every dinner I make every dinner. Oh, good. You, you sound like me because that's, I don't remember somebody to, I think a comedian had said it first and one of my kids had heard it and said, the smoke, the smoke alarm is not the timer for the oven. And it was like, well, I get that, <laughs> but it doesn't oh, matter. I love that. <laughs> yeah. The smoke alarm, when the smoke alarm would go off, it's like, dang it. We knew dinner was done because my meal was burning. Oh my goodness. I so, want to thank you for saying that because it just, you just reminded me that the batteries weren't plugged back in from the last time. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Is that another synchronistic moment? I would say yes. That. Yes. Oh, I hope not, but I, yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So Kim, the five children that you have then, is it, do you, you have the three children from your previous marriage and then the, the twins from your, your marriage now? I have twins who are four and a half and a six-year-old from my husband now. And then the older two boys who are both teenagers are from my ex-husband. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. And how do you balance that? Because I know you have that work schedule and prayfully it's not the, the 18 to 20 hours a night anymore, but how do you balance, find a way to balance that the work that you because I know that you have contracts and things, timelines, deadlines that you have to take care of. You also have the family and kids going here and there in every which direction, not driving your tur tur turquoise van and, and leisure, some kind of playtime. How do you find, how, what is the way that you balance that? And how can you, uh, is there a way that you can share that with the listeners? I had a heck of a time getting that out. That's okay. <laughs> positive productivity does not mean perfection. I stumble over every sentence, but I got to be honest, this is, um, this is one of those seasons for me that that is not happening. It's very heavy in business focus because not only do I have positive productivity, but I'm about to launch a new brand with a couple of friends mm -hmm. and, and I'm also about to go to my first speaking gig. Listeners, you can't have everything done on time all the time. And, I need to add a preface for that. Like I work my hardest to get stuff done for clients all the time. But I, when I stopped letting go of the deadlines for myself, that's when, that's when life became a lot easier. Mm. Often we put unrealistic deadlines on ourselves, yeah. and we create greater friction, friction, but I am speaking in five days and I have exactly zero slides prepared, but oh. I'm okay with that because I know it's going to be done. And I need to just not stress about it because the stress will become the cork in my bottle and I don't need that. I want the cork untapped and I want to be drinking whatever's inside. Right. Absolutely. And when that happens too, you can't even think clearly. You can't, you can't even make the slides because it, it, that nervous system kicks in. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time. There's only, you know, so many hours left and how am I going to do this? And, and it's not even in the creative focus anymore. Absolutely. So Congratulations on this speaking gig. Where's it going to be and what are you speaking on? So I'm going to She Podcast Live in Atlanta and I'm giving a presentation on Pinterest for podcasters. The funny thing is, is, you know, I'm the, I'm the mom who burns every meal that I 
cook. I can't stand clothes shopping and I am delinquent in the crafts category. Like just meaning that I don't do enough there. And a lot of people think that Pinterest is for women looking for clothes, crafts and recipes. Eh, That's wrong. Um, So I'm using it and I have close to a million monthly viewers on Pinterest. So I'm going there to share the secrets. But what I want to say is that I go through periods of mama guilt and business guilt. And that feels horrible to say, but I'm just going to admit that when I'm spending time on my business, I feel bad that I'm not spending more time with my family. When I'm spending time with my family, there's always something I want to be doing in my business. So there really isn't a balance. We just need to have our goals in mind and know that, well, like the personal assistant story that you shared in the last, that was the last episode, right? Um, That, that, you know, let go of the things that you don't need to be doing yourself. I mean, the, the moment I let go of chores around the house, that was awesome. Unfortunately, it gets a little bit messy sometimes. But just stay focused on the end goal. Yeah, yeah. So who does the chores in your house now? Is that Has that been, um, that, that baton passed over to the children? Yeah, they want chore. They want allowance, so they get yeah. chores. Um, the littles it. still are resistant, but the the laundry and the dishes get done by the teenagers, and that is amazing, especially for a family our size. Absolutely, yeah. Because seven, that's a lot of people. That's a yeah. lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, is are you doing something, or are you? As far as the mama guilt and the business guilt, is there something that you're doing to help with that? Or or are you just allowing it to know that in this moment I'm feeling guilty because I have to work on this business, but I know this business piece, but I know that, you know, in an hour, two hours or or whatever that time frame is, that I'll be able to be back with my babies. And and I know that you have teenagers, but they're always babies for us, but you'll be back with them and spending quality time with them or vice versa. You know, I'll, I'll, walk away from my children and come back and and get some of this business done. Are you finding a way to balance that out? Or is that still in the process of trying to find the the best way to make that work for you? Well, I, I am, I'm confident in where I am right now. And I discuss with the teenagers and with my husband, you know, here's what has to be done right now. And when this is done, it's done. And the next level is coming. But we can't reach that next level until we, well, my husband's a video game designer. So for any video game players out there, I feel like I'm level zero entrepreneur. Okay, I'm not level zero, but just to give you the analogy. And I'm working my way up, right? I'm trying. And there's those certain achievements that we need to reach for each level. And with the the newfound confidence and self-value, those were the two major major ones. So now I just need to put the check marks next to the tasks that were attributed to the former level, Kim, and then I can move on. And when that happens, it's going to be magical. Yes, absolutely. I love that, that former level, Kim, because that is what this is all about, right? Our awareness, our growth, our transformation into the best version of ourselves. And every it's not going to stop. There's always another level. It's never, we're never not ever going to reach that stopping point. We're always going to be growing into our next best version and our next biggest potential of, of who and what we really are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can I give one tip for any listeners who are working on that next level? It's yeah. really fast. Yeah. 
put a picture if if the next level includes a material object put that picture as the backdrop on either your computer like on your desktop or i have my dream house picture as the backdrop of my gmail and i see it all the time and it's just a constant reminder and then also if it's a financial goal make that your password and you're constantly reinforcing it in your mind this is what i'm doing I love, I do the picture thing. I have, I have vision boards everywhere. I always tell people, if you walk into my house, just know you're walking into affirmation notes and beautiful quote notes on sticky notes and on pieces of paper that are taped on the wall everywhere. But the, the financial goal as your password, that's phenomenal. I have never heard of that. I love it. Yeah. And the likelihood of anybody hacking that who knows you is slim to none. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Those are fantastic tips. I love it. Oh, Kim, you and I could sit and talk for so long. And sadly, we have already come up on to our 30 minutes here. It, as well as that tip that you just gave, is there anything else that you would like to offer the listeners? Anything about Pinterest or anything about upcoming events or something that you're doing? I would love to share with listeners my Work Smarter, Not Harder 30-Day Challenge, which seeing as it's a 30 day challenge might sound like um, against what I'm doing, but it's a free challenge where each day I, I share a two to eight minute video walking you through something that you can set up in your birth in your personal or professional life to help you take both to the next level. And you can find that at the Awesome. I love that work smarter, not harder 30 day challenge. Yep. Awesome. And again, listeners, if you're driving or you're not able to write that down, don't worry. It will all be in the show notes um, and how to contact Kim. So Kim, I am so grateful. Uh, I I know you're a busy woman and I I wish I was going to the She Podcast to hear you speak. And because I know that you are are wise, wise beyond your years. And I just want to thank you for your time and your tips and sharing and being open and vulnerable and authentic. I just adore you. Thank you so much. I adore you too, Nita. Ah, thank you. All right. And have a safe trip to Atlanta. That's just, I'm excited to hear how it all turns out. And in the meantime, for all of the listeners, thank you so much for joining us here again today. It's been my pleasure to be on the air with you and with Kim. And I am wishing you a most beautiful week and look for all of the blessings that show up every day in your life. See you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.